you're listening to Bro Down Podcast all fucking day. Oh, yeah. Welcome back, everybody, to the Bro Down Podcast. I'm Andy Smith. And I'm Tim Fulton. On this week's episode of Fight Fan Weekly, what do we got, Tim? We're going to be talking about, what is it? The Inhaler Gate, the Greg Hardy episode that happened on last Friday night where he took a hit of his inhaler. Puff, puff, pass. Puff, puff. If it was puff, puff, pass, it might have been allowed. So So, uh, this was a little crazy. (laughs) Yeah. So for those of you who didn't see it, Greg Hardy, uh, I forget who he was fighting, but literally in between. He was fighting the combat wombat. Oh, yeah. The super mullet. The super mullet. I am yeah. a huge fan. I'm not going to lie. Uh, but in between rounds two and three, he asked if he could use his inhaler. His team said yes, despite the fact that that is completely against the rules. And although he ended up winning the fight, UFC has declared it a no contest. Yes. So that... Well, the athletic commissions, I believe, declared it a no contest. I didn't know that they had that authority. That's the ones who have the authority. Oh, just yeah. kidding. They, the UFC can't do any of that they don't have the power to overturn fights so if dana white so if the commission aside if dana white said that's not right he wouldn't have the ability to do that that's nice dana go fuck yourself i think i think that's how it works oh i've had no idea it it doesn't really work in the best interest of everyone if the promoter can choose what he decides the outcome to be that's true it's a conflict of interest. It is a little bit of a conflict of interest. But in situations – well, I guess that's why you have the commission. So, I guess it's... interesting. I watched the post-fight press conference, yeah. and Greg Hardy was saying, oh, I've used this my whole career. I got it, I got it okayed by USADA. It's, it's on the USADA approved list. It's never been used before. This is the first time someone's used an inhaler. I, I think he's confused because it's an approved – substance doesn't you can't yeah you can take mean, you can have an approved protein powder you are not allowed to take protein powder when you're in the in the octagon no, the only thing you're allowed is water water it, and in some states i think gatorade and power drinks okay that's it that's it it just boggles my mind not only he all right i can had him he had it in his, his coach had it in his pocket ready to go so that entire team thought this would be okay I don't know if they thought it would be okay or they thought they could get away with it. Yeah. Because it's the first time I believe he asked for his inhaler in any of the fights that he's had. So maybe they knew that if it got into the third round, he's going to get a little tired. And that's the other thing. This was the longest fight he's had so far. By far. By far in the UFC. Yeah. And it doesn't look good when you need your inhaler halfway through. Oh, uh, I have, uh, uh, you know, what is it? Uh, Athletically induced asthma. Dude, you're in the NFL. You're you're okay? literally an athlete. <laughs> yeah, that's that's all well and good. Some guys have low tests. Some guys, you know, have colitis. I'm sure, and yeah. other things. Yeah, but guess what? That's part of it. That's part of it. Not everyone's six five and three hundred pounds, Greg. Okay, I can, I can attest to that. Yeah. So all five foot eight of me on a good day. Yeah, I don't know what they were thinking. Uh, Dean Thomas, I believe, is his cornerman. He should know better, dude. He's been in the game for ever. Um, I don't know if they thought they can get away with it, but that's a dumb move because he won the fight. Yeah. He won and the he fight. Was, he was winning the fight. It wasn't even like he was. Dead. I don't think he was gassed enough to where that could have changed the course of the fight. If I mean, if he was losing, I'd say, oh, fuck it. 
try it. Why not? Why What's not? The worst they're, that could they're not going to rule the no contest if the other guy wins. Yeah. So whatever, he'll just get, he'll get fined or or something. But um, Don't that just shows that he's not confident that he's his cardio is going to withstand. Don't he must have been in. He must have been worried. Yeah. Yeah. He mu- he seriously must have been worried. Think about that. Think about going into a UFC fight worried about whether or not you have, you you're going to go into the third round. Well, I'm sure you're worried about a lot of things. Yeah. It's 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 easy to say like, "Oh yeah, I've been in basketball games in high school and whatever." Yeah, no one's trying to no one's trying to kill you. Yeah. Uh and and it's not the same thing as a not, high profile. Yeah, and it's not an individual event. sport. Yeah. Wrestling is like the closest thing that you can get to with that. And um yeah, I, I don't know. That's one thing I never missed. I don't miss about wrestling. Dude, just the absolute exhaustion. Uh, well, I know you're by yourself, but you do have a team, especially when you're wrestling on a team. It's different when you get into yeah. like higher stakes or stakes. Like if you start getting into states and nationals and stuff like that, I was never that good. But um, once you get there, it's really you and a coach. Yeah. But if you're like doing a, a, a team match, yeah, it's just you on the mat. But you have your entire team behind you. There is a substantial difference when you have 12, 14 guys behind you yelling, go, 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 go. Yes. It but amps you. They might as well be glorified cheerleaders at that point well, compared yeah. to other sports where they can actually help you. Ugly it's an individual sport. Huh? <laughs> Ugly fucking cheerleaders. Yeah. But it is an individual sport. It's not yeah. like you can get an assist. No, no. You can't tag someone in to come help you. you or WWE, you can. Yeah. Sometimes. But... um. The chair, the chair, he used the chair. He used, oh my God, he killed him. He looks like a car wrecking. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it just boggles my mind how, and I, like you said, maybe he thought he could get away with it, but even then. Live dude, on TV. Live yeah. on TV. Oh, fucking whatever, Greg. How many thousands of people are watching this? You think you, and they all saw it immediately. <laughs> dude, yeah. Stupid. They, stupid. Stupid. Very stupid. Stupid, stupid, stupid. Next. Next. All right, so next up, we're going to be talking about the upcoming fight uh there was another topic on there but that's okay oh i didn't know that yeah that's fine <laughs> we can go back no uh so we're going to be talking about the upcoming fights on this saturday damian maya versus ben Askren. another on the fight forecast on the fight forecast okay another two individuals i don't really know um, all right two of the best grapplers in the ufc see this is what i like to see i like to see grappling matches two of the best grapplers damian maya's jiu-jitsu guy ben Askren's a wrestler Ooh, I love it. I would say, um, I don't know, man. This one's hard because Ben Askren's arguably one of the best wrestlers that has ever been in the sport. So when it comes, uh, I don't know anything specifics about these guys in particular, but I've been noticing that wrestlers have do a really good job of taking things to the ground, but they have a lot of trouble finishing because the difference between a legitimate wrestling match to uh, an MMA match doesn't translate one-to-one. Um, no. So uh, I noticed that – I forget who it was, but there was someone in the last fight that they got, like, crazy takedowns, awesome takedowns, but there was no finishing. He just And it, it wasn't because the other opponent – his opponent was, like, fighting him off. It just – he didn't know where to take it. He didn't yeah. know what to do next. Um, uh, so that would be – if we had, if I had to go just off of that, I would give it to Maya. But like I said, I don't know the specifics of these guys. I don't know how much Ben Askren has been training, uh, submission holds, or anything like that. Well, so. he's been grappling forever. Um, yeah. He he can submit guys. Damian Maya has been submitting guys for the forever. But the 
with the wrestling and the takedowns, which it's a fair point. You know, you, you, it's easy. All right, you get the guy down. Now what? Yeah. Um, there's you, a lot more things that come into play after that. You know, you got to watch out for submissions. Have you been practicing, you know, posturing up and landing strikes? All that stuff. Have you been uh, practicing defending against strikes? Because once you're on top, it's you're yes. not necessarily clean and clear. Exactly. Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to lose the fight because you don't know how to do those things. I agree. Because the same technically match- the way that most judging judges look at it is if you are on top, you are winning the fight. Yeah. The, the same match I, would, I used as an example, the guy won. Yes. Don't know who the name is, but he because, won. <laughs> because of their backgrounds, this is going to be very interesting. Because Ben always wants to take you down. And Ben always wants to just beat you up on the ground. That's what he wants to do. Maya wants to take you down and just submit you. So both of these guys are used to always, always, always wanting to take the fight to the ground. So it's really going to be who gets to the ground first. Yeah, I would say that Ben is a is a weird guy. And he's he's a very confident guy. Extremely accomplished grappler. I would say that... Ben, see, Damian Maya's hands have gotten better too, but it's almost, uh, I'm trying to think of who I would think would want it on the ground more. I would probably go with Maya. Maya would probably want it to go to the ground more. The The question with this one, to me, just looking at it, is who's going to get the first dominant position? Yeah. Because that could be the end of the match. I was going to say, because that can dictate the rest of the match. Yeah, that could be the end of the fight. If if Maya gets a dominant position on Ben, especially when they're dry, they're not sweaty, they're not slippery, it could be a long fucking night for Ben. Yeah. But, uh, but but Damien also has that like um, he's he's got kind of a long game with the jujitsu because he's a little older and all that. He doesn't like he doesn't have the ability to like jump and wrap somebody like some of the other guys do with like how quickly they take the back and all that. He's kind of like he he just kind of like slowly suffocates you to death slowly weans you down it's it's more of a you cannot make any mistakes type of deal gotcha. as opposed to a dude who like i'm trying to think like waterson when she took uh yoana and jaychik's back if you watch how quickly that happened you're probably not going to see the speed like that from maya but what you are going to see is an is like a high level chess match if he gets been in a bad position see that's why i like seeing uh fights that go to the ground Especially when you have a couple of high-level guys because you know something intense is about to happen. It's different than striking because it's not constantly full of action. Yeah. But it's constantly full of, like, suspense, for a lack of better words. Because you're just like, all right, one of these guys is going to do something. Yes. At some point. I can't wait. The crazy thing (laughs) is is that a lot of times with these fights, they don't go to the ground. I'd say half the time when you get two strikers or two grapplers, the strikers usually will stand and bang. Unless one feels like, you know, he's got a advantage on the ground. But these guys might just stand up and just Maya might feel that his hands are better. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think Maya, because I think it's Maya's uh, swan song here. I think it's his last fight. I don't know if he's going to want to not at least get into a couple grappling exchanges. I think that he comes out, he tries to see how the hands are going to work for him. And then once he kind of gets a feel for it, he's going to shoot for a takedown. Or at least try to pull guard something. Something, yeah. Yeah. Well, it should be. This is super exciting. This this is rare. To get two guys that are this level grappling together, uh, that are both the same caliber in in, um, popularity, 
The last time I think it happened was that's a big ladybug. <laughs> uh, the last time I think it happened was uh, Frank Mir and uh, Big Nog. Ooh yeah, Big Nog. Yeah, uh, Roger- Rodrigo Noguera. He's the one where I showed you the fight where he his arm snapped and went the wrong way. Oh yeah, I remember him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's how that ended. And that was after he almost knocked Frank Mir out. He almost knocked Frank Mir out. Got cocky, not that got cocky, but he wanted to finish Frank because they were both submission experts, and he wanted to prove a point. Yeah. So instead of finishing with the hands, he went for a submission, and he fucked up. And Frank grabbed an arm, and I think he just was in disbelief of he actually got caught because he had never been submitted. And uh, Frank is known for snapping your arm if you don't tap. He's done it two or three times before in the in a, in the octagon. He snapped guys' arms because they wouldn't tap. And uh, Noguera didn't tap, and he gave him enough time, and he was like, you know what, sorry, and just twisted his, his the upper arm bone in, in half. That whole story reminds me of Game of Thrones, Oberyn Martell versus the Mountain. Oh. You get cocky, you talk a little too much smack, yeah. your face is going to get yeah, that's... caved in. I, that was my thought when I watched it. Yeah. All so, right. That's it, man. That's it. So for your for our live viewers, we're going to be back in a couple of minutes with a uh, what do you got? What do you got? For the rest of y'all, why don't you take this opportunity to go to BrodownPro.com, check out some of the cool gear we have. Uh, we do have some pretty cool stuff up there. We do. It's pretty legit. In the meantime, we will see you next time. You're listening to Bro Down Podcast all fucking day. Oh.